The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Hey everybody, this is The Ashholes. Each week, they smoke a different cigar, sometimes the same cigar, but mostly different, and they give their honest impression. They always assign an official Ashholes rating to that cigar. So, pull up a chair, light up, relax, be an Ashhole too. It's very rewarding. Broadcasting live from the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio above Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, this is the Ashholes Podcast. And today we're talking recession-proof cigars. It's not a recession, right? <laughs> so, so they say, and then yeah. that, that is Aaron, and uh, with us is Ed Sullivan, and I'm saying that because we're going to miss you next week. Yeah, I will be in Nicaragua. Oh. At the Perdomo. There's something cigar Perdomo related there? Factory oh, yeah, yeah. Tour. Yes. You go. You're going to miss not only the, the Ashholes, you'll miss the Cigar Authority yeah. also. Yeah, a lot of absence. Wow. Absence it, makes it the heart go fonder. I'm sure I'll be back and ready. For Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> for our Valentine's Day. Dan is here, and Chrissy on the board. I'm Dave, for those Hello. tuning in for the first time. And uh, it, it's interesting. We, we just had a little uh, thing we had to do earlier and dan says you want a cigar and i said yeah he was going to grab a cigar and i said yeah give me one of these and then uh we go to sit down to do the show and it's the same cigar i just smoked one but i didn't realize what do we have here so today we're going to light up the la mezla cubana it is made in the dominican republic coming in at a size of four and a half by 54 ring gauge uh the wrapper is a connecticut scene grown in ecuador and it's aged seven years Hmm. Indonesian binder and the filler Dominican, Nicaraguan, and some Pennsylvania, USA. Huh. Now, hey, Ed, you love Indonesian, right? Oh, I love it. And but Dave, if you age Connecticut that long, doesn't it turn really sweet? Well, they would. I don't know. If that's what I had heard from my, from my friend out there. But um, I was at the factory when this was discovered, and they said they can only make a very short cigar, not even a Robusto. This is called a Rothschild, yep. um, and it's four and a half inches long. And they had to use this or lose it because hmm. it was, was going to be too long. Right. It, they wa- it waited too long, and they said, uh, what do you want to do with this? And this cigar was made. And um, I think it's an excellent cigar. And the amazing thing is for me, and I don't know if you remember me bringing it back from the trip. Yeah, I do. And uh, with no band on or anything, I said, I want you guys to try this. And wow, we like it. $5.99. Yep. This is recession-proof. I don't mm. care if you're poor. You can yep. afford this, right? Right. And uh, uh, a 50-count box would be uh, two fifty nine ninety nine, $5.20 a piece if you buy it at twoguyscigars.com. And you can find it there. And that's the number two guyscigars.com. So it's a, it's a big box, 50-count yeah. box. Yeah. but. Part of that is the box cost. So you put 50 cigars in and keep the price down as opposed to, right. you know, you get a 10-count box and you pay $10 for a cigar. Guess what? There's, there's a dollar per cigar in packaging. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, so and even if you're buying singles, you're paying for that you gotta pay. you got to pay for it no matter yeah. what. Yep. Um, so uh, this is the cigar. Cold draw is kind of a sweet hay. Mm. Absolutely sweet. Sweet mm. flavor, almost mm. a little vanilla. It's aging the Connecticut for a long time, Dave. That's what I hear. <laughs> he's, he's making fun of our friend Steve Saka right here. <laughs> yes, you are. For those that, that don't uh, understand what it is. 
But that's what's happening. Well, now that we know the cold draw, mm. we better get to the lighting of the cigar, which is brought to you by Perdomo, the hottest brand in the land, a company founded on quality, tradition, and excellence. One draw, that's the law. 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 It's brought to you by Abuelo Cigars. You're going to live under my roof? You're going to play by my rules, Abuelo Cigars. The sweetness stayed in. Oh, yeah. That, that uh, aged outside wrapper sweetness. Yes. <laughs> but I think it's coming from inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I hear that Pennsylvania, I think it's going to be sharp and mm-hmm. kind of like harsh, that strong tobacco yeah. that's in there. But it's a good blend here. Lots of smoke output. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, there yeah. was a bit of sweetness there. Kind of um, almost citrusy. Yep. Yeah. A little zing. Yeah. Yep. Nice, easy draw, too. Love that. And I will say that Pennsylvania may be counteracting the Indonesian. I wouldn't pick it out mm. in this cigar. Okay. Unlike some others where it comes through much stronger. Yeah, you don't like the Indonesian, no. Sumatra. <laughs> it's the yeah. same thing. Yes. Practically. <laughs> yes. All right, so uh, we are talking. First off, happy birthday to Mr. Jonathan today. It's Mr. Jonathan's real birthday. I know we mentioned it on the meatball event we did, but uh, he's probably not listening to this, so uh, oh, he doesn't hear You know hear what it. I did for his birthday? I figure it's a very, very special day, so I smoked an Alfonso. Yeah, I oh, saw that. Yeah. You came in and you told him, I'm smoking this for your birthday. <laughs> you gave him one. You I did not. Yeah. Uh, um, so uh, we're talking about what is recession-proof, and uh, recession-proof is a term used to describe an asset, company, industry, or other entity that is believed to be economy-resistant to affect a recession. So times get tough. Money isn't uh, easily available, disposable income especially. So you look at items like food is recession-proof because you have to eat. When you talk about things you have to do, mm. it becomes recession-proof. doesn't mean fine dining or anything like that. Uh, it doesn't mean restaurants, but food, a grocery store, may actually get busier during a recession because mm-hmm. they will choose. We, we saw it during COVID. They had to go... And, and the restaurants were empty with food because nobody was out eating in restaurants. Mm-hmm. They were forced yep. to go uh, save money and buy it in the grocery store. Baby products, another thing. You, mm. you have to feed your baby or get baby yep. stuff no matter what. But yep. then looking at that, entertainment becomes worse. Right. That you're not going to yeah. uh, go to entertainment, whatever that is. Movies, yep. concerts. Yeah. Not, not paying $2,000 to see Taylor Swift. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm not anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Coffee, tea, energy drinks. Those are recession proof because they're addictive because of the high caffeine content mm-hmm. that are in them. And, uh, but taking something like alcohol, which also could be recession proof because there's alcoholics and people that have to have it. Uh, or they're drinking when times are bad, something like champagne or higher end Mm -hmm. ended up suffering. Champagne sales will suffer. Uh, Clothing will be fine. Pet care products will also be fine. Um, Low-priced entertainment like TV, video games, and stuff actually grow during that. Um, And candy, uh, a cheap treat, inexpensive treat. 
yep. will, will be recession-proof. But some recession-proof companies, uh, they may actually grow during a bad economy, and it's probably not a surprise when I say them. Dollar Tree, mm-hmm. McDonald's, and Walmart mm-hmm. expected to grow during bad times. Yep. Mm-hmm. Then instead of going to the finer places, you're going to go to the lower-end places, uh, and that includes people with money. What else do you think will be fine or even better during the recession? Well, I think, I mean, like you said, with entertainment, for example, right? Maybe you're not spending money on tickets or going to his big shows. So, you know, maybe you uh, like streaming services, I think, are recession-proof at this point because it's built-in entertainment. Um, You know, I know sometimes when I, like, uh, when I look at items to buy, like, I just bought a PlayStation 5, which is not really a recession item. It's expensive, but I figure when I buy something like that, well, I'm going to get this amount of hours out of this entertainment Mm -hmm. versus going to a show or a sporting event and paying the same amount of money. So, you know, people complain about the price of the um, football package Mm. or the price of some of the streaming services you put on your TV. Let's call it $20 a month. Well, try going to the movies. Right. Mm. And it's a lot of money. Try yeah. going to a concert or trying to go to the football game. Oh, yeah. You got hundreds of dollars. Right. Uh, so it ends up being a savings. We're smoking a cigar today, like we do always. But a cigar, you have to imagine, especially this particular cigar, we're smoking La Mezza Cubana, $5.99. If it takes us an hour to smoke it, what else can we possibly do for an hour of entertainment? If you're entertained smoking a cigar, right. you enjoy it and entertain there's not much you can do better no. than this. No, and if you buy the box, you're right. getting them for five twenty a piece, and you have fifty of them. Right. You could that's, probably eat sunflower seeds, but nobody wants. To nobody do wants that. to that's do it. Of, that's a lot of sunflower seeds. So I would say, um, you know, cigars are not the same as OTP other tobacco products that we mentioned. That say you're addicted to uh, caffeine, you're addicted to cigarettes, and you have to end up doing it. You're not addicted to this. But you can certainly drop down into a $5 cigar and have a nice uh, hour-long enjoyment. And and there's nothing else I can think of that is $5 and is going to last me an hour. Mm. You couldn't eat candy for an hour for $5. No. No. Even if you had the M&Ms on the plane like you do. (laughs) When when Ed was on the plane during COVID and he had to have a mask on, he bought a big giant bag bag of (laughs) M&Ms. And he ate one M&M at a time for the whole flight. (laughs) He kept his mask off. Because I was always eating. Yep. And that was okay. That you was fine. Crack the code. Get, yeah, you yeah. couldn't get sick from that. Yep. Um, <laughs> this, this recession thing is one of the reasons why the Cigar Authority picked Montosa, Maduro, as the Cigar of the Year. Because, and you can go back to years past when, when times were tough, of what you saw happening. And we see people buying cigars at this, at this rate much, much stronger than they were yeah. two years ago. Mm. By far. The last two recessions, we saw giant growth of Dos Ombre, uh, which continues to grow year after year. But during the recession time, you see dramatic increases, possibly the highest volume, um, I would say, um, brand for a cigar store. Um, I mean, we move half a million of those cigars a year right. of Dos Ombre, and that's three stores in our online business that happens. Mm-hmm. It's pretty astronomical. Um, La Mesa Cubana was smoking five ninety nine. How do you beat it? We beat it in Dave's six pack, which I'll talk to Ooh. 
a little while yeah. from now of um, what I have in store for that. Pretty but crazy um, deal. <laughs> what do you think rich people, recession uh, won't change their buying when it comes to, if, if you're financially already set for life, retired people, they're going to get their income no matter what. They're all mm-hmm. set for life. They have a cushion anyway. Let's, let's take Ed Sullivan, for instance. Right. It doesn't matter. Does, is it going to change your buying habits of anything? You know, I think you hear all the news stories, things are bad, things are bad. And then if I'm at the grocery store and I see, oh, my God, pork's $1.99. We're having pork tonight. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know, but it's not necessary, but I think you may change a few things. You do it with eggs at almost a buck an egg. Oof. You know, do you say, oh, uh, yeah, I guess I'll have uh, cereal today. You just start raising chickens. Yeah. I see that. Yeah, people are doing it. They have rent a chicken. Did you see that thing on no. the news? Somebody's you you don't get stuck with them or something. You rent it for as long <laughs> as you want, and it comes four at a time, and they give you. It comes with a coop and the whole bit, yeah, and they say you get you get two dozen eggs a week, and uh, I don't know what it costs to rent, but two dozen eggs a week. It could cost twenty dollars, right? Yeah, I think it'd be more to rent the chickens. Yeah, who knows? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, cigars are not addictive, uh, not needed during a recession, but there are uh, cheaper, cheap alter. There is not a cheaper alternative for uh, an hour of enjoyment. In my per- personally, uh, again, I like cigars, so uh, an hour at six bucks. With Lamez Gubana, I say you can't beat it. Yeah. And you're not sacrificing any flavor or quality on the price. You know, there is, I, you notice I didn't go to the gas station cigar or no. the, you know, yeah. whatever. Oh, God. I'm not <laughs> yeah, willing you, to you do that. Enjoy it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm honestly not willing to do that. I will not drop down to that. I'd rather nothing than. That, mm-hmm. you know, and maybe it comes to certain foods, too. I'm just, you know, it, it Sullivan on the meatball. He's just not willing to eat meatballs, <laughs> no. uh, even if the, it's a recession. Yeah, and free. Right. <laughs> For me, you know, Yes. I could have had a free dinner. You could have, and you chose not to end up doing it. So you, you can't even. I had the birthday cake, though. Yeah. Who turns yeah. that down? You, know? <laughs> yeah, you can't. Jonathan, can't cake. <laughs> I certainly didn't. Uh, Mr. Jonathan coming in. Second place. I know. Wow. So, yeah. Step up. And you said the rest of the meatballs were good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I did not have the winner in first place. I had the yeah. winner in last place. Yeah. Well, which, I mean, the fact that he came ahead of last year's winner yeah. is, I mean, says enough that it was mm-hmm. good. De- you know, I picked him first. I thought yeah. he was the best one. And uh, it's his birthday, so he can, if he hears this, he can hear it. That's it. Yeah. I, yeah. I picked it as the best, but. But uh, that is it. But I picked this cigar at five ninety nine. I'm I was thrilled the first time I ever ever had it. And uh, as Dan knows, uh, he's going down to get a cigar, and I just said, "Yeah, grab me a Lemez Cubana." I just finished Lemez Cubana. <laughs> I come here on the stage, yeah. and there's a Lemez Cubana. I probably wouldn't have done that, but that tells you I can I can smoke anything I want, and I choo- chose this. Mm. Um, Dan, on the other hand, chose. A Davidoff Figurato. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. But you know what? At, for more than half of the price, I'm enjoying this just as much. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. It's, it's a great cigar. Good cigar. Good cigar. All right. Uh, why don't we take a break now and while we have a, a breather, and when we come back, we'll do our top five delightful news and some letters in the mailbox. Here we go. 
only Great Leaf makes great cigars. Aganorsa Leaf stands out because of the distinctive mouth-watering flavors of the Corojo 99 and the Criollo 98 seeds cultivated by Cuban agronomists on the best lands in Jalapa and Esteli, Nicaragua. When you smoke one of the JFR, JFR Lunatic, Guardian of the Farm, or Casa Fernandez cigars, you will experience the unique taste and aroma that makes Aganorsa Leaf different than any other tobacco in the world. Smoke one today and enjoy the signature flavor of Aganorsa Leaf. Hello, cigar aficionados. This is Klaus Kellner from Davidoff Cigars. I invite you to taste the elements with Davidoff Escurio, Nicaragua, and Yamasa. From water comes originality. Savor the sweet and spicy originality of the Davidoff Escurio tobaccos born by the rains of Bahia, Brazil. From fire comes intensity. Enjoy the bittersweet aromas and fiery intensity of the Davidoff Nicaragua. From earth comes complexity. Taste the earthy flavors and complex spices that are unique to the red soil of the Yamasa region in Dominican Republic. Only Davidoff Master Blenders could take the power of nature and blend it into a range of exceptional cigars. Each element making each cigar a unique experience. Water, fire, earth. Flavors that have risen from the very world itself. I hope you enjoy them as much as I do. Davidoff Cigars. Cigar adventures to a wider world. Looking for a mild cigar? Don Rafael is just that. Solidly constructed, and it offers up a mellow experience that holds a ton of universal appeal. This is just one of the reasons for Don Rafael's enormous success. Looking to get your friend into smoking cigars? The Don Rafael cigar is absolutely the right choice. The brand originally set out to outdo the competition, but for the price, there is no competition. You can't beat Don Rafael. It outsells them all. Don Rafael can be enjoyed any time of the day, all day, and cigar after cigar. The Don Rafael has a smooth, mellow aroma that will not linger. Draped in a seamless golden brown Connecticut wrapper, Dominican long fillers, and a Dominican binder complete the blend. Expect earthy notes with some hints of cedar throughout. And as far as quality everyday blends go, for a mild cigar smoker, it doesn't get more satisfying than this. Remember this, Don. Don Rafael. Agent Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating, is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. Bohemian is the original Brazilian big ring gauge cigar with the unfinished foot, curly tailed head and value, value, value. There are Brazilian reasons to buy and smoke Bohemian and here are just a few. Created in the Cuban tradition, this lush, dark, Brazilian Maduro leaf surrounds a five-year-old Sumatra binder with Dominican and Nicaraguan well-aged long filler leaves. So, what you do expect from a Bohemian? A departure from the conventional. A flavorful journey into sweet, nutty, almost caramel finish. Bohemian. 
the original unconventional cigar. Take a journey. And we're back live in the Jose Domingo Cigar Studio above Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. We're smoking the La Mezca Cubana, which the with that really aged yes, seven-year-old <laughs> Connecticut, which just tastes like Ecuadorian Connecticut to me. But uh, and I, I hear we have. Uh, reminder of the announcement of the announcement? Yes. So uh, Dan and I are going to be doing a press conference together on January 14th. February 14th. February 14th. Two February weeks from 14th. today. Yes. Two weeks from today, right before the show starts. It starts at 2 o'clock Eastern time. A press conference will happen. And here's a little sizzle on that. This Valentine's Day, February 14th, 2023. The Cigar Authority and Two Guys Smoke Shop will announce an event that you will fall in love with. Hold on. What are you guys up to? Don't blame me. Blame Dan. An announcement of ginormous proportions. Is that even a word? The biggest and smallest people in the cigar industry together, finally. You wanted it, you got it, and you can hear all about it at the press conference this Valentine's Day live at 2 p.m. Eastern. A press conference about the big cigar event that's about to get a whole lot bigger. Or smaller. But you have to tune in to find out. Tune in to Facebook or YouTube and watch the press conference live on Valentine's Day, February 14th, 2023 at 2 p.m. Eastern. Trust me, you don't want to miss this. So, Dave, if I can't make it to that, I can watch it later? <laughs> no. <laughs> Ed Sullivan will be there also. He's got a lot of buttons to press. A lot of oh, buttons, yeah. yeah. And we were messing around with it a little bit, so there's a, a lot we're, going we're on. We're almost ready. Yeah? Yeah. And uh, getting all the final details on this. And uh, we, 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 oh, we, we could have done it maybe a week earlier, but you're not going to be here next Tuesday. No. So we couldn't have. No. So good thing we worked. Yeah. Ended up saying, but we're ahead of schedule. I think uh, we're, yeah. we're ready to go and give this information out. But February 14th, it's just a couple weeks from today. Two weeks from today. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, so you'll only hear us hyping the hype <laughs> one, one more week, and, and then that, that'll be it. Um, okay, more recession-proof items uh, talking during the break. Uh, my IT guy, um, who actually won the meatball, mm. he was saying he went to somebody's uh, house and their um, iPad was broken or their um, whatever, I don't know if it was a an tablet, iPad, yeah. a tablet. And uh, it needed issues and needed some work to be done. And he said how much it was going to be, maybe $100 or something. And the guy said, you know what, never mind, I'll just use the computer. And he said, these things are starting to happen, that people yeah. are making decisions. And, I, you know, when it comes to the elderly, you got to worry about, is it food or the drugs that they have to take? You know, and that's really sad when it comes down to that. Right. But um, I would say drugs should be recession-proof. Mm-hmm. You, you need to do this. Mm-hmm. So um, as heating your house and some of these important yeah. things, and that's when, you know, these things that are necessary, you start giving up other things that are not necessary. Correct. Um, you don't have to give up cigars. You can actually pick something like La Meza Cubana, $5.99. You get an hour out of this. What else are you going to do for five dollars and ninety nine cents? You get an hour's worth, really seriously. Yeah. Uh, start looking at these items, and we're watching. 
our items. Uh, and it was Dwayne years ago during a recession. He's in the audience here, but I remember him saying it. Uh, times got tough. People stopped smoking cigars or went on to low price cigars. And he said to me, if it wasn't for Dos Ombre, oh my God, I don't know what we would do. We could probably just sell Dos Ombre and be okay. It's a recession-proof cigar. You're talking about a long-filled cigar in the 3 to $4 range, mm-hmm. even cheaper than this, but it's a house brand. It's just for, for our stores only. And I came up with that brand um, for $2 because it was Dos Ombre, Dos 2, uh, back in the early 90s. Uh, as a brand over the years, it's doubled in price, but uh, still, you're talking very, very low. You can get yeah. get something in the three dollar range, um, but you buy by the full bundle. It's down to some things are in there still in the twos. Now, is is DOS like Dose? Dose. It's, uh, <laughs> it's just the Dose New England Ombre. pronunciation. Yeah, Dose, Dos, or whatever. <laughs> Listen, it's your brand. You can call it whatever you want. And you're a computer guy, so so <laughs> Dos meant something totally different than exactly. Dose. Exactly. Uh, disc operating system. So do we have letters in the mailbox? We do. We have a few, actually. All right. Let's get to them. Uh, one from, actually, last week that we didn't have time to get to. Uh, it's from Ray in Mexico. So we have Mexico, Mexico listeners. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to abbreviate what he says, that he uh, travels between Canada and Mexico and all in between a lot for work. Which would be the United States. Um, yeah. And his question is about, basically, Humipacks. Um, like mm. how long do they, they last, basically. He says there's no expiration date it's from his local shops that, you know, they'll come in the packs of, you know, a, a sealed plastic container or whatever. They last forever like that. It's once yeah. you open the seal. Yeah, once you open it, then it's over. Uh, it's just wondering, saying there's no expiration date on it. He's like, how long do they last in there before he has to get into his humidifier? So uh, I, I have some in my humidor. Like you open a box and there's one in there. And then I say, what do I do with this? And I throw it yep. in my humidor. Right. The answer is it lasts forever in the right humidity. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's in a 70% humidity thing, so I can use it whenever I have to end up using it because it's there. But if you put it in a dry place, it starts going down the second you do it. Right. Uh, they'll say on it, you know, good for 30 days or something. But, you know, you're in Arizona in a real dry, oh, yeah. yep. you know, it's going to go quicker. Yeah. I know people that use, like, Yeti coolers. Yeah. And because their seal was so mm-hmm. good. They lasted like a year yeah. or longer. Yep. Uh, we had another one from uh, Jan, who's he's referencing when we did the Nasty Fritas a few weeks ago. Yeah. He goes, uh, I have had several Nasty Fritas as gifts, and they were quite enjoyable. My theory on how the name came about is, if you picture a dog taking a shit, and you cut off the last five or so inches, <laughs> voila, you have a Nasty Fritas. <laughs> it is the ugly, but it, and the way it burned, too, it was so smoky. Yeah, should have got one for Jonathan like a, for his birthday. Candle. There we go, like a candle. And, yeah. and uh, finally, uh, from Charles, uh, it says uh, on the cigar trends episode, Dan mentioned store brands for cigars. I know liquor stores do some uh, do store picks. The store owner will go to a distillery, uh, pick a barrel, and sell that particular barrel in their store. Is there something that can happen in the cigar industry, or is this something that can happen in the cigar industry, or is the aging of cigars too long for something like this to work? No, so this is the perfect example of it. So I went down to the factory, and he said, I have all this seven-year-old aged wrapper, and, but it's just all small, and I need a project to do. Mm. And there's an awful lot of it, too. It's not like this thing is going to run out because it was... Tons of it. Yep. Uh, and La Meza Cubana was born. Hmm. Okay, let's try this with this and this and this. And before I ended up leaving, I brought samples back with us, which were fresh made. And the brand became, here it is. Yep. And I think some of the smaller shops 
have smaller orders, and they'll just pick something that mm-hmm. a manufacturer has well, already right. made, right? But this was tobacco that's all right. that's sitting there, <laughs> yeah. and that, that's what you see. Of yeah. they can't make a if there's not enough for them to make an ongoing full brand, then right. they say, well, "What are you going to do with it?" Right, exactly. And you know, it's it just comes down to you know that individual store's relationship, just like with barrel picks. If you're in the liquor business, it comes down to your relationship with the distribution source. Yeah, to yep. create whatever. All right, I got Dave's uh, weekly six-pack, so here it goes. We are smoking La Meza Cubana, so we're going to, of course, include that in there. Uh, Montosa, which I mentioned to you, a Montosa Natural Robusto and a Montosa Maduro Robusto. A plus 90 cigar, another value cigar that's a higher-end cigar, mm-hmm. but you don't know what it is because there's no band on it. Another thing that happens in factories, yeah. oh, my God, we're sitting on these 3,000 cigars. We can't mm-hmm. make it into a brand. I'll take it. We'll turn it to plus 90. Uh, Charter Oak Rothschild. Great another great, great, val- great value for oh, yeah. that kind of money. Mm-hmm. And the other one, Buffalo 10. These are all top, top of the best value cigars that are out there. If you were to buy these separately, it's thirty five forty seven, And that would be about $6 per cigar. But at Dave's weekly six-pack, we're going to lower it down to twenty nine ninety nine, taking it below $6 per cigar. Uh, and even better, I have an even better. Because it's so low, and, and just like we were talking, you go to Costco and you buy by bulk. Mm-hmm. You buy bulk this time. You buy two packs, double up, get 12 cigars for $50. That's great. So Crazy that brings deal. it down to $4.17. They're all very good cigars. Yep. 12 cigars, 50 bucks. If that isn't it's value, if you don't have 4 bucks. To smoke on a cigar, an hour, with, and each one of these very, very good mm-hmm. uh, cigars to begin with. So that's Dave's weekly six-pack. Go to twoguyscigars.com on the search bar. Just write Dave's. It should pop up. And it's there for you until next week at this time, and then mm-hmm. it's going to disappear, and that's it. And the only people that know about Dave's weekly six-pack are those watching the ash hole. So that's right. here we are. They're the only ones. And that is it. So on it's, to the end. It's time for our top five. Aloha! Today's Top 5 is brought to you by 5-5 Cigars. Choose from the mild white label, the medium strength red label, or the full-bodied and full-flavor blue label. Series 5-5 has it all. 5-5 equals the perfect 10, and that's what you get every time. The only thing better than a 5-5 cigar is two of them, so you can share with a friend. And now, here's today's Top 5 list. All right, today's top five list brought to you by Five Five Cigars. We talked about some of them, but we're now going to get the list of the top five recession-proof industries. Whole industry. So we're going to know what it is. So number five coming in is discount retail. As we mentioned, while fashion, jewelry, and other non-essential goods are generally not a part of recession-proof business, but retailers like Walmart, Dollar Tree, Dollar General, they Mm -hmm. see some of their highest returns during recession periods. So. It's bad for some and, and the best thing for others. Right. And they just make it easier and easier every year with all the online ordering yep. and everything. So number four coming in is beer, wine, and liquor. Um, alcohol sales, guilty pleasure, pleasure tends to be profitable during recessions. 
Um, so, you know, we're talking about maybe you don't go out to the bar as much, yeah. but you're going to buy more and drink more yeah. in the house. I mean, what's cheaper than to get a $4 cigar and a, and a, a can of beer, yep. right? And, and to mm-hmm. some, that yeah. it's going to be a great hour of pleasure. Right. Or Dave's six-pack and a yeah. six-pack of there, beer. There we go. <laughs> you d- just grab a handle of generic vodka. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Pop off all the old stuff. Yeah. Uh, number three coming in. This surprised me. I know we talked about it, but it surprised me that candy was the number three recession-proof mm. business. It, it's very inexpensive treat. And it's delicious. <laughs> yeah. Mostly. Yeah. So Snickers. We used to do a whole show on it, oh. right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we used to do a oh, whole show. Oh, that's right. There was some nasty stuff. <laughs> yeah, so apparently Snickers and Three Musketeers came out during the Great Depression. Oh, wow. Interesting. And Cadbury reported record earnings during the 2008 recession. All right. So... Coming in at number two is healthcare. Like we said, your drugs, your medicine, it's important. So kind of no surprise there. It still stays up And maybe top. depression medicine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. People seeking mental health. And yeah. number one, to no one's surprise, is grocery items. Yeah. yeah. You have to do it, and you're going to buy more. Got it. And you're going to see shortages in grocery stores as recession happens because they're not going to the restaurants as, as often. Mm-hmm. Although I, that is one thing I haven't seen change much. No. The restaurants are jam-packed, although some of them don't open in the daytime and right. in, in lunchtime yeah. and things like that. Closed days, they used to not. Mm-hmm. I think part of that is still people wanting to be out after the yeah. whole COVID yeah. thing. Yeah, so I, I think it could, you know, bottom could fall out quick on that. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. So uh, that is it. Do you have a uh, delightful news Segment. When, when have I not had one? <laughs> well, Are you tired delightful. of the news claiming the end of the world? Everyone run for cover! Mayday! Are you sick of turning on your radio and hearing things like this? Code Red, duck and cover! You're all in danger! Well, I think it's time for some delightful news. Brought to you by Cuban Delight Cigars. How delightful. So, this one was all over the place. I don't know if you saw it, Dave, because... This may not be your thing. You know who Mr. Beast is? Oh, yeah. Beast, no. Yep. No Mr. Beast. No. Big dog. The biggest yeah. guy Huge on, on YouTube. YouTube. Number one. <laughs> okay. So Mr. Beast has helped 1,000 mm. blind people to see again. By being a big, strong guy? <laughs> <laughs> no. No. No, he's using his success to do some good. In his most recent video, he cured 1,000 people's blindness by paying for their eye surgery. Oh, wow. Cataracts, like, getting that removed. Yep. Oh, wow. Um, This is, Mr. Beast is Jimmy Donaldson, a 24-year-old. That sounds like it's very expensive, a thousand people's cataract surgeries. Surprisingly not. Wow. Uh, Yeah, I mean, uh, he goes on to say, you know, that uh, this is not a good thing, right? I mean, why can't? Somebody pay the government mm. to cure blindness if it's not an expensive procedure. But he um, called homeless shelters and free clinics to create a list of patients in Jacksonville area who needed cataract surgery but could not afford it. Eventually, they had a group of 40 patients and performed surgeries all day. Also gave $10,000 to a number of patients. Wow. Bought one of the patients a Tesla mm-hmm. and donated 50000 to another's college What firm. does this guy do? He YouTube. does. He's a YouTuber. <laughs> he does YouTube, and he's worth $400 million yeah. all so 24 years old. He has yeah. over 20 years. billion views on YouTube between all of his, his, video, his, his channel. And uh, 
he did something similar, like in terms of doing good. Like he does a lot of. Uh, he became popular because he did a lot of videos where he would give. He'd walk around Walmart and give people like five hundred bucks or like pick anything out you want in the store and buy it. But but, but how does he get the money in the first place? From the ad revenue from yeah. YouTube, twenty billion views on YouTube. Yeah. Yes, but he needed the five hundred dollars to give away for us. Yeah, he started smaller yeah. and did okay. smaller stuff, and then it like built up to like oh. Man, imagine that. So you give and you receive. To yeah. you give and you get yeah, and back he, way more. And he would do give. like competitions where like you know whoever can keep their hand on the like easy stuff. Whoever keeps their hand on the Lamborghini the long, longest they gets get the Lamborghini. Yeah. He did a whole um, what do you call it? Uh, Squid, Squid games. games. Yeah, yeah, set it all up like an elaborate setting. Yeah. Yeah. So he spends a fortune making these but, videos, yeah. but yeah. gets more. So what's he on? What, what YouTube. Yeah. yeah Search for Mr. Beast. Oh, yeah. Mr. Beast. Yep. Yeah. Right. Nice guy. Yeah. 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 Doing yeah. nice yeah. things. Planted 24 million trees last year. As part of, <laughs> that was his fundraiser last year. He's yeah. very busy. Yep. Yeah. And is he a bodybuilder? No, 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 he's a little guy. He's a little guy. Yeah, he's just—he's tall. He's just like yeah. regular dude, skinny. Wow, mm. Mr. Beast. I was expecting. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. not a bodybuilding beast. Yeah, no, I don't know why. Just a Mr. Beast, but. money generator yeah. beast. Wow, and he's just running around doing delightful things. Very yeah. nice, very nice. All right, time to uh, to vote or, rate or review. Cigar. <laughs> rate the cigar. Yeah. Rate the cigar. As I said, you know. Uh, I I went to it before I even uh, knew we would end up smoking it, so I know I, I like it. Do you have your number? I've got my number. Yeah, I don't get a pen because I'm not allowed You're to. the one that supplies the yeah. pen. You well, put I one don't, guy's I don't out, have you know? any. They keep disappearing. Wow. You put it's them back a recession. There, take them. <laughs> yep, it's a recession. All right, me and Aaron are going to be lockstep anyway. We'll see. Uh, I think we're back. It's been a few weeks. Yeah, it's All right, well, you, you go first. Uh, I gave it a 90. All right. That was a great I did, cigar. I'm, I'm one better than you. I did 91. <laughs> 91? Yep. Okay. I gave it a 90. Uh-huh. This is the first time maybe I've ever agreed with a half-wheel review. <laughs> I went 90 well, Half-wheel said 92, so 90 also. Also. Yeah. All right. I like it a little more because I, it's yeah. a regular for me. It's in your wheelhouse. It's on the mild yeah. And I can't afford the more expensive ones, but I like what yeah. it tastes yeah. like. Yeah. I like the cigar. a solid yeah. cigar. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's great. I mean, when, when Charter Oak first came out, I said the same thing I'm saying yeah. about this. It's like when I first smoked it, I didn't know the price. I'm like, this should be 10 12 bucks. Yeah. And Easily. This that was in the same character. Ash Hole Cigar of the Year was the Charter Oak. Charter Oak, yeah, a few years back. Chris, she's being very quiet today. Do you even light up? Yeah. Yes. Yeah? You yeah. like it? There's four people on stage. There's yeah. a lot less room for me <laughs> okay. these days. I you lit it up. No, I very much like this one. This yeah. is way in my wheelhouse, especially the, for the price as well. It's nice and smoky. It's it's light how I like it. Yeah. It's sweet. It's perfect for me. Yep. I like it. Me I too. like it a lot. You and I are on the same page. All right. Okay, that is it this week. Uh, next week, Ed Sullivan is off on his way to Nicaragua. Maybe he checks in with us. What are you going to be at, at this time? I'll be in Managua at the hotel, so I'll have to do an assessment on connectivity. Yeah. You know. <laughs> All right. If it, if, if it happens, it happens. You know how to get a hold of the board. Uh, either way, uh, we will be back on, uh, on the Cigar Authority. Uh, you, no, you won't even be back on the Cigar Authority to report back either. I Smith. will. <laughs> You're doing both. Yeah. All right. So uh-huh. check us on the Cigar Authority because Chrissy's on the board. We'll see. Uh, she presses all the right buttons. Mm-hmm. Most um, of the time. Dan uh, is... Uh, is what? We're going to talk about the cheapest way to get into the cigar industry, I believe. Yep. Yes, yes. The cheapest yep. way to, because uh, Dan has been in the expert. industry in a lot of different <laughs> things. So, yep. um, 
he has done everything from brand ambassador to managing stores to operating and working retail, uh, being a rep on the road, you name it. Uh, I'm a retailer, uh, brand owner, I'm lots of things. What is the cheapest way to get into the cigar industry? We're going to go through them with you next week without Ed Sullivan. But without me. Okay. Plan. Okay. Until then, you've been listening to The Assholes, broadcasting from the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. We will see you next week. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.